Really? I, th- I believe so. Here, I'll start recording, so. You probably don't need to worry about it. No? Okay. TV. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I saw a headline that was, it's it's the highest rated Sony game. Maybe, maybe it was the highest rated Sony game on the PS5. That would make more sense. I feel like the original Last of Us had like a 96 or a 97. But with us, I thought, uh, I mean, I read Jazz's review and it read like a hundred to me. I don't know why we didn't give it a hundred. Yeah. He know, he man. said it, he said it was one that like uh, built upon its predecessor in all the right ways. It did everything right, but we scored it less than the first. And so I was saying that man Ragnarok though, like I think that when it's said and done, people will be looking back and saying this is the best looking game ever made. You know, come the end of the week, I think that most people will be like, yeah, this is whoa. Yeah, I want to see it in motion. I mean, it's Sony does a good job with their um, with their tr- gameplay trailers. You know, it, it is actually the game and they're yeah. clear about it when it is. I want to get in there and like poke around, and you know, oh, yeah. get up close and look at some leaves and look at some rocks and sing- and stuff like that. That's actually the thing that impressed me most in Plague Tale is just yeah. the quality of the environment. It's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was the only thing I, I played maybe half of the first game, and that was by far the the biggest driving factor in me coming back to it as long as I did. I thought it was so boring. That's why I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, it was beautiful to look at. Best yes. best rats you'll ever see in the game. Oh, the rat tech is off the charts yeah. in this in this yeah, second right. one. They, in the uh, second one, yeah, they improved upon it. Yeah, they went from the old engine they had a cap of 3000 rats at once okay this one you can get up to 300,000 crazy so that's fucking nuts and it's got like the rats have wave mechanics on them so they're they're like coming in you know if they're cu- crushing through a a grate or something it's like water gushing okay. in okay yeah yeah that's yeah, it's really cool yeah, but sweet. the gameplay is pretty mediocre the ai is like eh. yeah so so Woo. So how's everybody doing today? Yeah, not bad. The day before Boy 2. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Boy guys. The second. I don't know if we're going to be talking about that a lot. You guys will be steering that particular part of the ship. Can't wait. I just, you know. I don't know. No, I, no, I don't no. know. I... I, I don't give a fuck about God of War. I said, sorry, is that, that's what I'm trying to get at. No, no generous, kind way to put that. I could give not a shit. I tried. I did, by the way. 2018's GOW, I, 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 um, I made an attempt. I put in a couple more hours just to see if it would hit me with that satisfying, you know, that love and feeling. It did not. It what, simply what, didn't. I don't, what, I, I don't, didn't click? The combat bores me. Okay, and fair I, enough. I know this puts me in the vast minority. There's like nine other guys on the fucking planet who own modern consoles who play video games who feel the same way, but it just it's just like I out of man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not everybody's gonna like it. As with anything. 
people talk about, oh, there's this amazing rhythm. I'm like, maybe I just don't have rhythm. That's not impossible. Hey, (laughs) listen, I I bet that there's no way that you like or disliked it any more than that cat in Korea disliked it that is now getting death threats for his six out of ten. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I probably wouldn't have given it a seven. Also, I wouldn't have reviewed it, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) We're live now, by the way. Oh yeah, okay, I, I figured because I, you know, that's well. I guess we usually start with game talk, but hey, that's a hot story. Kid in it's Korea, hot. it's hot today. Hot, kidding, yeah, right. Kid in Korea puts out a story or puts out a review, and uh, he's getting death threats because he gave God of War Ragnarok a six. Come on, come on, people. Yeah, he doesn't deserve the death threats, obviously, but at the same time, this is. This was on IGN Korea, and okay. it's someone who doesn't work for IGN Korea is a guest contributor. Okay. Someone who's also an indie game developer. Right. I have not verified any of this. I just read Twitter, Yeah, uh, which is a source of truth now. I don't know if you've heard. It is uh, 100% accurate all the time. Uh, yeah. Twitter is? Yeah. So it, it feels to me like this is some, I want some clicks. I want my name out there. Yeah. It's objectively not a six out of ten series. Never has been. Has have either of you read the review? I have not. No. Okay. Negative. I ju- I just heard about this a few minutes ago. Yeah. My assumption, if I had to make one, which I don't, but I'm gonna, is that they got a guy who is maybe not a God of War dude. Maybe not a maybe not a gal boy, and um, said, "Hey, can you review this thing? Are you up for it? Are you down?" And he said, "Of course," because IGN Korea asked him to, and that seems like a silly thing to refuse. And um, turns out the guy who was never really a fan of God of War still isn't a fan of God of War. Um, right. Also, I didn't think IGN did lower than a seven. I thought six was like, you know, yeah, I thought they, they, they it, I thought they engineered things specifically so that this never occurs <laughs> yeah all ign issued keyboards have the one through six keys missing mm-hmm. well it's uh it's when you go to the back end and you put in the review you have four choices to pick from and six isn't one of them neither is five or anything else yeah, yeah, you pick uh, you pick seven, eight, nine, or ten, and then it like rolls a, a d twenty or something to decide where in like the seven to eight range you're you're landing. Like, is this a Probably. seven, eight, seven, seven? That's yeah. too granular. It's too granular. Our scale yeah. is the same, and I don't like it. Yeah, in- I don't. I don't have thoughts complicated enough for a one hundred point score. I'm not a smart man and uh <laughs> but, you know it just leads to the the case where you've got a game that's an 83 and a game that's an 86 are they objective is one objectively better than the other probably not but people are you know go out there and say oh they thought game a was better than game b no they're both eights they're both great yeah um yeah 100%. this 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 traces back to a point that i like to make semi-regularly although maybe not officially on the site or on the show but I, James Paley, 
am not a games journalist. And the next person who calls me a games journalist, I won't punch in the mouth, but I will have a look at my face that will suggest maybe, what if I could? I'm a critic. <laughs> at best. <clears throat> You'd have the same and, look as uh, you were giving your microphone mere moments ago. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the fuck around and find out look. Did I throw it? Gently onto some carpet. It's okay. But, <laughs> but you know, I'm a, I'm a critic. And when I give the thing a score, it's a, it's, a, it's a result of a critical analysis. It's not an objective fact. That's yeah. another thing that I will give you the real stink eye for suggesting I have any of the sort about it. It's like, I don't have facts about this game. I can look some up if you want. But I don't know any. <laughs> and this guy... His critical analysis was that it was a 6 out of 10 game. Possibly no one on Earth agrees with him, but I mean, you know, yeah. that, that, that was his interpretation. Yeah, and anybody who goes to a game review looking for something objective, like, you're not looking for a review, you're looking for a book report. You know, mm. a, a catalog of this is what the game has, and too many reviews, I think, are like that. Like, it has a crafting system where you craft armor. It has a combat system where right. you do the combat. So many reviews are just needlessly page after page too long. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Yeah. Give me an opinion. Did you like it? What was yeah. good about it? How I, did it, how did it I, affect your life? Right, how did it make you feel? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, when you read the guy's review, which I, again, I haven't done because I learned about this mere months ago, you will find buried in there is the reasons for not liking the game. And I bet you that some of them will sound to certain readers like upsides. He'd be like, oh, it was just a whole lot of combat. And people were like, fuck yeah, sign me up. Where, where, do, I, where do I start? Give me, give me the code, man. I'm ready to do this. Yeah, or it'll yeah. say something about the, the fucking the graphical style disagreeing with him or something like that. It's just like, oh, okay, that's, these are things that I love that he did not like. And it's just like, yeah, that's that's how it works. I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, anyway, press X the podcast. That's us. Here we are. We're doing hey. it live. This is the one uh, that I called this broadcast. The one before Ragnarok comes out. Because yeah. uh, well, yeah, there's going to be a before know. and after. No doubt about it. It's not we haven't even. had the uh, good, <laughs> yeah, we haven't had the witty banter and commentary necessary to generate a title just yet, but we will. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. the beauty of being live. You figure it out as you go. And yeah. if you're watching this after the fact, you already have a tease of what's to come in the title. You know when we don't. Enjoy. You, you've seen the future. You know more than us right now. Yeah. How can that be? It's a glitch yeah, in the matrix. Hey, can I just say a big shout out to Barry Bonds in the chat? I noticed he's back <laughs> again. He was here last time. Big shout out, Barry Bonds. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. big, uh, big get, right? Yeah, that's his, yeah, cool. his name, Barry Bonds. All right, sick. So I know, uh, what what other games have y'all been playing besides Ga 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 to Ga 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 Wu? Besides Ga Wu, none of us have played Ga Wu Ga to Boy Two yet, because it comes out tomorrow. Our own Jazz Sagu has reviewed it, though, and I encourage you to go check out the video review and or written review. Yeah. He was very fond of it. 
Yeah. He liked it. Yeah. Like uh, all 125 reviews on Metacritic did. They're yeah. all positive. Did they? Is that six a positive score? It's not up here. Oh, okay. But that might be, might just be Metacritic. Yeah. Anyway, I played quite a bit of A Plague Tale Requiem, which is out places and also on Game Pass, which was nice. And it's okay. Well, I don't think it awesome. deserves quite all the praise that it's been getting as this amazing, fantastic narrative. The story's pretty good. It's super depressing uh, mm. at every turn where things just continue to go down and down and down for the characters involved in the game. And every time there's a flat spot, it's because you know it's about to go down again. Uh, so in one sense, that's good. It's a good ride. It looks amazing. Uh, just stunning. A lot of the vistas and uh, character work and textures and all that good stuff is really, really well done. Um, gameplay, though, eh, it's a bit lacking. A bit lacking. It's very, it's very stealth forward. Stealth is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to hide in the grass. You're supposed to lure the guards, yada, yada, yada. Uh, however, I found that the AI is not necessarily up to the task of dealing with the things that one might do. Um, for one thing, I became very aware that the, uh, the guards are programmed to come in your direction, whether they know where you are or not. Oh, so oh, if, no. yeah, if you're trying to get, there's one part of trying to get into a castle and uh, there's a bunch of guards all over the place. There's a bunch of rats all over the place, and the rats eat you because they're rats. Uh, so you can't go there. Um, and it had this one guard left, and he just would not go away. So I decided to try to go like way, way back in the map um, to a place that I'd cleared out previously. And lo and behold, mere moments later, this guy was sniffing around the area where I was, and I tried this a few more times, and it's definitely programmed that way, uh, hmm. which would be fine if you couldn't tell. But you can for sure tell. Yeah. <clears throat> and the uh, a lot of the um, areas that you're sneaking around are also susceptible to being sprinted through. You can run. Obviously, it's a game. You can run. So if you get up and run and run around and around enough times, they'll eventually get lost and not know where you are. And you can, as long as you time it up right, you can like stop running at the exit and get out of there without doing any of the stealth. So huh. easily broken on the gameplay side, but nice showpiece. The voice works not bad. Good little story. Did you finish it? I did not finish it. Okay. No. I would say I'm third, third to a half in. I'll probably go back to it, but uh, for free, it's not bad on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about you, James? Did you finally play that Sonic 
Nightmare. Played the shit out of it. Yeah. Watched your review for it today. Yeah. It's great. It's a great Sonic game. I. So here's the deal. The Sonic games and games, I feel, have to be judged in two slightly separate silos of uh, content because Sonic games, in order to be Sonic games, have to have like really frustrating bullshit put in once in a while. Like you can't, yeah, you can't have, if you go too long without wanting to pitch your controller through your very expensive television screen, they failed in their design of the Sonic game. They, they fucked up somewhere. They missed an important component. But they, they put all that in. So, so it's, it's great on that terms. As far as an actual game, it's, you know, it has some frustrating bullshit in it. But like, um, story beats are fascinating. They try to like give them characters emotional weight. I don't know if they succeed, but like, I felt affected. I'm I'm kind of a soft touch for that sort of thing. If they're really good, if if the games, if the narrative is setting out to emotionally ma- manipulate you, there's a decent chance I'll be caught up in the web. But like, you know. Lots of games can't can't make that hit that target for me, but these guys, these goofy little fuckers, they uh they managed it. They pulled it off. There's like serious conversations between between the characters about like self worth and stuff like that, and like uh, the horrors of war and shit. And it's just like, okay, guys, cool, cool, cool that we're going to this place with these fuzzy little Sonic characters. Looks really weird seeing them have these conversations. Other people may react to this differently. Very curious to see that reaction. The gameplay rips. It's great. It's good fun. You you run around this big, lonely world performing all these little individual challenges. It's very fascinating because you'll find these contraptions sort of set up floating in the air and each one is kind of like a teeny tiny stage challenge so you tackle it and you get at the end there's like some power up or some item that you need to acquire and if you do that then you've you know successfully navigated it and there's like hundreds of these things all throughout all the islands and you on top of that you get the actual like classic ish 3d sonic stages you can go seek out and those ones you have to do better and better at in order to get the items you need to progress through the story and so you're encouraged to like run those a few times and like beat all the different goals and stuff like that. And then there's like uh interesting boss battles you can take on and like fishing minigame, you know, if you're into that. The aesthetic of this reminds me of Mario Odyssey. Mm. Where you know it's it's a, a weird hybrid of things. kind of don't belong together, but sort of work anyway. Yeah, in action, it feels pretty good. Uh, There's this funny little thing you can do mechanically where, like, you get items that allow you to increase your top speed, which is cool, because the world is big, so the faster you can move, the better. However, (laughs) sometimes you'll be doing those little platforming challenges, and I'll do like a dash boost, and then instead of like turning a corner, Sonic just like flies over the edge and like off a cliff because he's just like, <laughs> just like no, no ability to stop whatsoever because I've like boosted his top speed too much. You can you can like get around that, but like if you're not paying attention and you're not being careful, it's just like, boom, like oh, I guess he's just gone. Okay, try that again. But there's no lives. You don't run out of lives or anything, so you can just like fuck up as much as you want. And, and and then keep trying challenges until you get it get it right. 
are non-Sonic people going to like this thing? God, I have no idea. They're the weirdest fan base. I truly have no idea how the fans are going to react to this. Just like not a fucking clue. I thought it was great fun because I love this kind of like always something else to do, not too clogged kind of like like they're they say they're like, oh, this isn't like Breath of the Wild at all. Okay, guys, sure it isn't. We believe you. But when you're playing it, you're going to think, geez, this feels a lot like Breath of the Wild for some reason. I can't put my finger on. Um, but, but like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got lost in the sauce for a second. What was I saying? <laughs> no, you were talking about how it's like Breath of the Wild and how this is definitely, the pitch was definitely Breath of the Wild but fast. Yeah. Real fast. Um, and I think people, okay, he'll be back. And I think people will, will really get down with this because, um, it's that kind of open world game where you're like, Oh, I just want to do one more thing. I just want to do this. And, it, and, and the level design sort of like leads you naturally from one task to the next. You're not just like, Oh, here's a thousand icons. You, you have to go hit them all. So like, no, no, no. There's a world, you explore it, you figure it out, you move at your own pace. Sometimes that pace is like 130 miles an hour. It's fine. Um, so I had a lot of fun. I don't know. I don't know how people are going to react to this game. I, I honestly don't. Um, I think it'll be very divisive among Sonic fans because literally every game that they release is very divisive among Sonic fans. But I think a portion of them will love it. At any point, do you get to wield a giant gun? Like... Like Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes and no. <laughs> Ooh, okay. There is definitely a puzzle where you have to grab a single cannon shell that's the size of a sedan and kind of gently haul it over to this cannon and then it and then you fire it at something. That's kind of as close to gun as you really get. Okay. Um which is unfortunate. Um Hey man, but, that's um, how she goes. But I will say there's um there's a couple of sections. It's like four or five different points throughout the game where I was like just really just just really like really guys? Really? Do we really have to do this? Do we really have to go to this place? Do we have to do this thing? Where I was just like so intensely frustrated. The first story puzzle right before a, a big story boss that you have to do, because there's a bunch, was like um it was like a puzzle where you have to like move, get all these lights or whatever to move in concert to like create this path. And I had to drag my wife in. I was like, okay, I'm stuck on this thing. I need you to help me. I'm completely flummoxed. I'm doing it for like an hour. So the two of us sit there and we're like, okay, can you think we got it? No, we got it. No, we tried like 30 times and it just like clicks into place. We're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. We did it. And it was just like, I don't. I feel like it's going to, you know, maybe it's just the way my brain is wired where like that sort of puzzle just like doesn't click with me. But like, I feel like a bunch of people are going to be like real mad about that section. It's not that far in. (laughs) For a second there, I thought you were talking about like Sonic dragging his wife somewhere. And I was like, no. No, Whoa, this don't, game goes places. It's that's a little bit too close to the the fan fiction. Yeah, TBH. Yeah, but um, so yeah, 
It's a great Sonic game, and it's a it's a good game, but you know, downgrade. Um, See, so yeah, people are gonna want to check that shit out when it drops tomorrow. Play anything else, James? Mmm, I sure did. I sure fucking did. There was um, uh, Risk of Rain two because I keep seeing streamers and online people talk about how much it rules yeah, is, it, and... is it out of early access yet like is it a 1.0 yet oh yeah 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 like a while ago hmm. um i um i bought it on xbox it was on sale or something for like seven bucks and it's um rules because they're because they were comparing it to <clears throat> vampire survivor where it's a rogue like where like you get a huge, crazy complement of powers, and eventually you're like this impossible killing machine. But the game is like very much keeping up with you and making it so you don't feel too tough, but pretty tough. And it, it oh, it just it feels real, real good, real good to just run that loop and figure that shit out. Yeah, nice. And like, yeah, it took took like a couple hours before I like kind of had it. Mostly, I just turned it down to like easy mode because I'm a scrub and like hard mode was like impossible to finish the first stage for me it was just like I, I can't I'm sorry guys I can't I gotta I gotta relent and then I turned to easy mode and I made it like six or seven stages in so I felt better you know still very hard but like like less less so so that's cool and the conceit of the game is that for every minute you play it gets slightly harder <laughs> So it starts out in easy mode and there's a little difficulty bar that ticks up and up and up as you go. So that by the time you get to the stage with a final boss or whatever, it's like gone past impossible to I see you. <laughs> and there's just like crazy flying death machines like coming in from out of nowhere to be like, all right, time to hunt him down. <laughs> this game is a great example of what I think is wrong with early access. This is a game I have been interested in for a long time and have wanted to play for a long time, but also wanted to wait until it was done. And it's been, you know, years that they've been working on this thing and dripping it out yeah. and, you know, email after email of here's the next version. And it got to the point where I just missed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, uh, yeah. I get that it's, it's good to bring in some revenue while you're working on the thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you probably miss quite a few people with that strategy. It it depends on how finished it is when it's in early access. Like <clears throat> like Vampire Survivors, for example. That game was barely done at all. And I put I loved it. I put hours and hours into it. And now every time they come back with new shit, I'm like, maybe I play for another couple of hours? <laughs> maybe I keep coming back? I don't know. <laughs> Plus it was like three bucks and like what do we care, you know? But yeah, if it's if they're doing early access and it's like this game and the game that's going to be 1.0 are like two completely different titles, it's a tougher sell. It's a tougher sell. You're 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 whittling your fan base down to its essential core. You know, all the all the graph, all the all the chaff is getting shorn off in the process, and like that's that's a risky venture for a, a, a developing team, right? That's true. It's a good point. 
Now, Rhett, uh, I know you've been playing Boy, God of War yeah. 1 yeah. slash 2018 on, on stream. Oh, yeah. We finished the playthrough today, so I highly recommend anybody, if you want to squeeze it in before Ragnarok comes out, you still got time. Um, yeah, that's a good game. Looking forward to Ragnarok. Other than that, though, I was saying I was playing uh, Cult of the Lamb on the Switch. Nice. Yeah. Game's sweet. It's so good. It's um, it's like a rogue light slash uh management town management kind of game. Like if you liked Animal Crossing, I think that you would you know enjoy this. Although it's a lot more hands on. But what I really find interesting about it myself is that there's all these interesting like uh perks or like deviations that you can take with your cults. So for example, like you can. You'll be given a choice of you can sacrifice a member and get bonus A, or you can choose to feed that member and get bonus B. And like, there's all these different decisions you've got to make that they keep coming up at basically every turn uh, for your th that uh, really allow you to shape your cult exactly how you want to. It's cool. You could name all your little cultists and you can put them out on certain jobs and you can have them all working for you and. Yeah, it's cool. If you like any sort of like management type game, uh, and if you liked Animal Crossing again, because I, I I know that that was really hot during the pandemic. Um, man, Cult of the Lamb's pretty sweet. It has some issues. I'm playing it on Switch, and it has some issues running. You know, there's some frame rate issues here and there, but uh, it's it's cool. Yeah, cool art style, fun to look at. It's funny enough, you know. The writing keeps you entertained enough. It's one of those ones that I've wanted to play, just haven't. Yeah, I recommend it. It's on everything, right? You can yeah, play it on PlayStation, play it on Xbox, PC. Play it everywhere. Yeah. Except uh, Google Stadia. Ooh. Right. She gone. Yeah. She gone. <laughs> uh, James, I see that you also played a lot of Game Pass nonsense. Tell oh, yeah. me more. Well, um, basically, any time I don't have other shit on the go, I go back to Stardew Valley. Fair. Because it turns out there's a lot of wacky endgame shit you can do after you pimp out the community center. Um, a lot. And it's it's really cool for a while. I am starting to run into the point where it's just like a savage merciless grind combined with like not knowing exactly what to do next or how to get there where you have to have like the stardew valley wiki open at all times in a second screen if you want to make any further progress but i've gotten to the point where i have like obelisk teleportation systems that can get me to the island and to the desert instantaneously and then i can just like hop back and forth with no troubles which mm -hmm. cost a lot of time and effort, but, you know, that's a cool thing. And, you know, you can, like, there's, like, some sort of weird endgame shit you can do in the island that I haven't quite licked, I haven't quite got the hang of, so I could do that. But it's, like, it's something I go back to whenever I'm, like, between projects or, like, can they get mm -hmm. anything else to play? I put a prohibitive amount of hours into Stardew Valley on Game Pass. And, um... 
I thought for a nice little break from all that farming and shit and building, I would play Dragon Quest Builders 2, which is the same thing, but mm-hmm. Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. Only, you know, people like poop and get hungry and stuff. So you have to like manage all that business. And um, it's got that Dragon Quest flair, which I love. I'm a huge fan of the series. So I'm totally down with that. And it's another, it's just another one of these uh, epic adventures where you uh, harvest endless resources and turn it into low income housing with like pot toilets and like boiled cabbage for dinner. I don't treat these people well so far. It's what I'm, it's what I'm learning. It's just like, you're, you're going to have cabbage and bread and you're going to like it or you're going to die, I guess. Because monsters invade like every four minutes. I could just not. I could just let them ravage you if you want to fuck around and be ungrateful. Or you, or you could say thanks for the cabbage and bread, master, and then go about your day. I don't know. But it's cool. It's cool. It's another cool uh, experience like that. I, I, I just downloaded um, uh, Arkham Knight because I'm going to try to play that again. I was just not in the right headspace when I tried the last time, so I'm gonna get through that finally. And that's kind of all I got, man. Kind of all I got. Just a lot of that biz. I'm. I play a lot. I play a lot of Game Pass because I'm paying for it. So I just I'm like, hey, you should find something else on the service that you haven't tried before. I'm just like, you should try something else new. You should get out of your comfort zone a little bit because I'm still in that honeymoon phase of in the, being in the first year, right, of, of owning it where I'm like, oh, I should make use of the service. I, I bought an Xbox basically for this reason. So, so fucking let's go. <laughs> and how many of those games do you, do you scroll through and download and then end up deleting later because and have never touched? Um, I think about 40% of the yeah. ones that okay. I download go untouched Every, everything i'll try to like put at least like an hour into just to see what it's all about if it sucks you know you delete it whatever or if i'm like not in the right headspace for it if they're like cool there's a lot of fun action but you have to sit through a lot of story i'm like oh buddy there is too much competition in this platform for that you gotta let mm-hmm. me get right into it or else you are gone mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like unskippable dialogue <laughs> yeah there's one way <laughs> unskippable in this day and age come on in in in, in this in this in this year of 20,000 and 2022 inexcusable uh, hogwash with, i say with yeah. the tiktok generation like, no mm-hmm. it just ain't happening yeah but yeah i am curious to see if this that's eventually gonna affect how games are made and constructed to especially on the xbox side to fit in that game pass model and very specifically hook people in the first few minutes because they know they can go back and delete it right now and play something else if it doesn't hook them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, so like, yeah, the, it's got to, yeah. yeah. Does that mean the ultimate death of the unskippable cutscene and, you know, the long dramatic introduction, which, you know, has a history it has a history and it can be very good if people do it right yeah if it's like oh we're gonna be blowing shit up or like crazy vistas or awesome shit like that great you know 
entertain me for a few minutes and then give me some backstory. But if it's just like, here's a lot of somber text on a scroll background, or it's oh, like vellum yeah. or parchment paper, or just breaking down the world. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's got to do something with that time. Yeah, yeah, I've got to, I've got to up my meds if you want me invested in this for the next 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uh, I just thought of something else that I played a bit of. Right. And I, I forgot about it because it's pretty forgettable. Genshin Impact. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been playing it on your cell phone? No, I downloaded it on the PS5. Nice. It looks great. Does it run well? Yeah. Runs I mean, beautifully. The, the original release ran pretty well. Yeah, yeah it's... God, it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> it is really, really repetitive. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it for about 30 minutes, and then, like you said, it's mm-hmm. very, very repetitive. Yep. And and progress, it felt like progress came to a halt real fast. Mm-hmm. They were all too happy to um, yeah, take any sort of progression away from you, or any sort of like meaningful progression. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it was like, yeah, every sort of objective, every sort of goal seemed so far out of reach. Yeah. Could we offer you some gotcha mechanics? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The answer is yes, they could. Yes, they could. And they did. And they will. Yeah. 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 I lasted about 20 minutes. And that was. What's the the player base still like on that? I'm sure. Pretty aggressive. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, good for them. Is that another ten cent? Oh, it's got to be. Uh, yeah. Me Hoyo. Me Hoyo. Yeah. Okay. Is that owned by Which, Tencent? Me. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. But they they they've got a rich history of like hooky, flashy phone games, and then uh, Genshin Impact was just like the latest and greatest. Um. <clears throat> But they'd like they long perfected the formula by that point. They're just like we know exactly how many gacha impl- uh, elements to implement and when and how to like keep people hooked and how to get enough whales in there and like and like they made sure that the characters are like pedaling and are like cute and cool with interesting personalities or like all that shit. We're just like, oh, this person's amazing. I really want them in my squad. Well, ha ha ha, get ready to roll, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah, so they they've they they know what to do. They got this shit unlocked. It it sounds like MiHoYo turned down Tencent a bunch of times. Mm. I can't I feel like it would be big news if that was an acquisition that happened. But yeah, because I, I think they're doing fine in terms of. Oh, that. I think Tencent killed MiHoYo's father. So there was just no way that they were gonna, you know. Right, of course. How can I forget that? This is going to be the basis. Wait a hundred years. This is going to be the basis for the next, you know, romance of the three kingdoms style. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Underrated games, by the way. Like those games, the old ones anyway. All right. Anything else? Any other games? Oh man, a lot of Sonic. A lot of Sonic. 
lot of going fast. Uh, let's talk about news. Because there's news. We already talked about the guy who gave Ragnarok a six. Mm-hmm. And the internet was the internet about that, of course. Yeah. As you must must be on the internet. Uh, you fill your daily quota of bad behavior if you run in certain circles, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what else we got? I don't know about this story, but James, there are no black people in FF16 for realism reasons. LOL. Basically, the guy, the director or whatever, the top dude making FF16, was a, he had a, an interview recently in Famitsu or one of those magazines where he was like, well... We're doing a sort of medieval isolated setting, and so we th- it wouldn't make sense for there to be that kind of diversity, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Truthfully, I don't give a shit what your reasons are. It's fucking embarrassing. <clears throat> There's no medieval accuracy because you are dealing with giant magical beings who shape the, f- the face of warfare like nuclear weapons. You've got living gods walking around and and moogles. Don't fucking tell me there won't be moogles, you dirty goddamn liars, because there will be. This is a Final Fantasy game. And the giant birds you ride around on. So, like, no, we we buy we passed the, the, the realism truck stop miles and miles ago. It's just like. Like nobody but the most. Racist ass chuds give a shit about like. Oh, it's just only white people. Also, guess what, fuckos? There weren't just white people in medieval Europe. I, I don't know how else to break it to you. But they were out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you don't think there were anything but white people because you were watching movies and shows and reading stories that all featured white people because that same honky ass racism. Yeah. But fucking, they were out there, man. Sounds like the same group of uh, what'd you call them there, James? Chuds. Uh, say, oh. It sounds like the same group of chuds uh, that did this to that uh, Lord of the Rings show. Same mm-hmm. deal. Where they, but it was kind of reverse. Where they were like, "Why are there black people in this? It's not re like what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I don't know, if you find yourself in a place in your life where you really care that much. Maybe, I don't know, find something else to care about. Turn off the the TV. There's plenty of things to care about that are are more important to the world. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe this director guy should have just owned it and been like, yep, six (laughs) years ago when we uh, drew this thing up, didn't think of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's that's a better answer. Yeah. yeah, it's like, be real, man. It's like, listen, no, no, we weren't having this kind of diversity conversation when we did the design documents, and we are way past that point now. So I don't yeah. know, man. It's 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 white it's o'clock white. over here. Yeah, it's too late, yeah. <laughs> yep, you got us. Uh, 17, but we'll be better. Yeah, yeah. In we'll, 2056. We'll yeah. <laughs> and truth be told, uh, there is, strictly speaking, some more ethnic diversity in previous Final Fantasy games like 15 there's 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 slightly more diversity in skin tone and like 14 there's definitely more diversity in skin tone even I think like 13 there's more diversity in skin tone it's just like mm. it's like for real like they, they were just they just they, they they locked in they're like listen 16 
we're doing a, a, a whites only fucking medieval fantasy and like nobody in the room thought huh that sounds weird when you say it out loud yeah weird well, I, God, it just doesn't roll off the tongue the way i wanted it to yeah, nobody did that okay. <clears throat> you know at the same time i don't think that everything out there has to have this you know perfectly balanced you know almost mechanically designed this is the groups that we must have in yeah. these places in these numbers but because it always way, comes off as forced, it always comes across when they do that. It's just it's it can. so. It's but to so go all different. the way in this direction of like, yeah, this is there is mm. literally one. Oh yeah, no, person. there's there's that's, definitely a happy middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just like it's 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 demographics and marketing because yeah. like what as as these rules years roll by, you figure out. That like, oh shit, a whole bunch of the people who buy and play these games are not white people. They're not pale in any meaningful way. And it's just like, it seems like the market would naturally move towards servicing your audience. And, and that's part of the reasons why you see more of that. Like when you see a massive corporation be like, oh no, we're on a diversity initiative. What they're saying is, we found out that a statistically significant portion of our demographic reflects this change, and so we have to move with it, or else we're going to be eating their, the, the fucking dust right. of the competition. Leaving, or we're leaving money on the table. Exactly. They yeah. don't want to leave money on the table. Yeah. And so, like, and, like, there's, like, huge portions of, like, uh, 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 like, the world, that, that the whole global south that, like, really fuck with Japanese RPGs and Japanese culture in general. And it's, again, you're leaving money on the table. And it's weird for you to make that move because these people play your games. They want to see themselves in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or I think about this, the stranger it seems. Because it's not like Square Enix as a whole is, you know, whitey, whitey town. No, uh, you, you know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. no. What's that? See, that's the thing. I always, but I always assume that the characters that like look white in those games are actually Asian. They like, don't they? Aren't they more Japanese? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, right? yeah. This that's that's what makes this all the weirder. Yeah, because they definitely they they were very specific. They're like, oh no, it's a white. Medieval oh okay, thing. yeah, okay, they, yeah. That's like, uh... <laughs> it was just like <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right bro <laughs> yeah they're very specific about that one <laughs> yeah like no no no, no. it's white and it's whites yeah. only okay yeah, maybe i'm misremembering because they, they had they, they had this explanation where it's like oh it's a very small isolated and it's not a geographically diverse region that the story is taking place and i'm like yeah that's cool <laughs> so you're what you're saying is that it's actually an incredibly racist segment of the world that you're choosing to, to zero in on. Like, it's going to be a lot of like horrifying xenophobia, and, like prejudice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me some like really problematic language when they casually talk about other countries. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see the sales figures on this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll be fine because Final Fantasy can't not yeah, make sure. sales, it's, but like, yeah. it's. So but I, I guess I'm, I'm more curious if it's going to do better than Final Fantasy typically does. Mm -mm. No. No. No, I think... 
I think Final Fantasy's big numbers have been in 14. Because it's, you know, it's an MMO and people fuck with that. And, and um, they apparently made it amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a thousand times better than it used to be. Yeah. Um, and I, I think... I think mainline Final Fantasy games have been kind of struggling to find their footing. But it's like a big historic franchise, and so they're not going to take it up behind the shed or anything, but they've been... They've been struggling to figure out what to do with it. That's why they put so much effort into the 7 remake, because it's a guaranteed Mm. splash, you know, because, like, everybody fucking loves 7, and they want to, like, reinvigorate the brand, so, like, you know, get everybody on the train with uh, beloved classics. But, like, yeah, they've... Final Fantasy's always kind of struggled to find their footing, and it's just sort of, like... When they succeed, it's like, oh, shit, really? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really haven't had like a slam dunk hit on their hands since 10. Maybe yeah. that was like, like 14 first... getting there, but like, yeah. Oh, 14 is pretty serious business in the MMO world. Like that's yeah, that's but it, big... it got there. It didn't like launch and it wasn't a sensation yeah. like Final Fantasy X was. Well, yeah, because that was like Final the Fantasy PS2 one. Was. That's the PS2 Final Fantasy. Yeah, and yeah, Final for... Fantasy VII was the PS1 Final Fantasy. Fourteen mm-hmm. launched and people were like, shut this down. It's horrible. And yeah. then, yeah, and right? And they then they, so they, right? They, and they, then they, they, they came back. They literally, in-game, nuked the world, made yeah. it a part of the lore, and the new version was called A Realm Reborn. Yeah, like, that's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. really owned it. Because yeah. <laughs> it was well, it was too much too much like eleven and it was just like no guys this is none of this flies anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully this this game will be of such incredible quality, you know, the likes of which we have not seen in a Final Fantasy game forever. Uh, enough to, I don't know. I, I hope the game's good because I want to see more Final Fantasy games. I want to yeah. see them recover from this and do better i think it's pretty (laughs) safe to say that they'll once they're done with seven they'll go and remake what three is that the next one that people love the most i think eight us people us three slash uh actual six is it yeah yeah, that's what i was gonna say is it eight or six that uh people yeah six people really like so i mean I, i can't imagine they won't do that once they're done seven and hey that one has a pretty white cast Except for yeah, a Moogle maybe, and a Yeti, who are also white. <laughs> maybe, maybe after this interview goes went live, they'll patch in some brown people. Yeah, we'll move some sliders. Around. Such, it, it, yeah, exactly. It would be such an easy fix. Couple sliders to the left, one to the right. A little like in-game flavor text about these people from a different region because this place isn't like a fucking slice of bleached flour white bread. You know, like <laughs> fuck. <Yeah. laughs> Do something yeah. about it, Jesus. Because <laughs> you know you're eventually going to get your hands on some kind of method of travel that would let you go long distances. You could yeah. go to other parts of the world. Yeah. And probably yeah. some people have. <laughs> Where brown people exist, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't be a, a week in gaming news without someone putting their foot in their mouth. Mm-hmm. It's pretty important to keep the cycle going. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what else, though? 
PSVR 2 got a release date. Ooh, yeah. And it got yeah. a price tag. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 550 American. Good luck, fuckers. 750. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to pick one up when it launches. That's It's a spicy price, but it's like I a figured third of what a Valve Index costs. Right. And yeah. it's it's fucking beefy. And the controllers yeah. look like they they figured that out. They look similar to the quests, which I've got mm-hmm. here. And like they the quests are great. I think that they're mm-hmm. really nice. I We'll pick one up when there's good games for it. Not before. That is true. There's nothing that they've announced that has me, except that Firewall sequel. Firewall's pretty cool, but other than that... The Horizon game looks like it could be good. Mm. It's definitely a a VR roller coaster ride. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Which, inevitably, the majority of the launch software will be Mm -hmm. roller coasters and you know, uh, like um, arcade shooters, arena shooters, you know, with things popping up at you, like mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. Yeah, just and that's fine. Post out some show pieces. Mm. Uh, let everybody know how much better this is than the fucking 720p PSVR. And, <clears throat> you know, wow, everybody a little bit. I. I'll be honest, I I never really owned a PS4, but my buddy did. And I, I do have fond memories of like sitting down in that crazy space and like enveloping myself in that fucking wacky helmet and just like going off into magical worlds for a few hours. That's pretty cool shit. And you know, they, uh, uh, they, maybe it'll be better. Maybe VR needs to get 20 times better before we adopt it as a species and this is just tech bros trying to uh, i think the thing is like we're not there for it to replace our human vision and give us a world in front of us that's 100 believable so the Mm -hmm. best stuff on psvr were pretty much traditional games they just happened to be way more immersive because they were in vr like yeah. I think Astrobot Rescue Mission is the best PSVR so game. So good. And not because it does anything special, but because it uses the VR to its advantage to give you something that you already know. And if they can do that with other styles of games and other franchises that are important to people and that they care about, they will have smash hits on their hands. Yeah. So long as they can make enough to get them into people's hands and the price comes down price gotta come down i think the biggest thing as well is just the the headset itself like it's Mm -hmm. not going to catch on like they want it to until they make a a heads it's got to be as easy to put on as a pair of glasses you know these big bulky things that you adjust front and back and side to side and you've got to get your cornea exactly right you're you know you're calculating what is it like the ipd distance or something like that and and Mm -hmm. it's like yeah all of that sort of stuff it's a huge barrier for the casual market i okay this is kind of a tangent a little offshoot have you guys either one of you heard the theory about why zuckerberg and these other billionaires these tech (laughs) bros are, are pushing for vr so hard no, but I want to hear it. The theory I've heard, 
is the reason that Zuckerberg has dumped $15 billion into the metaverse in the last year is because he's trying to lay the tentative groundwork for a sort of digital afterlife. Or he wants to, like, solve the secret of fucking computer immortality so he can just, like, upload his ass and then just be there forever. And the, and the, they, they need total market penetration and, like, everybody is be in on this fucking grift so that enough lower-level people kind of power the fucking... I know. Uh, the, the, the power and work in the world, so to speak. It's a it's it's a sort of concerted effort between that on the one end and stuff like NFTs, like commoditized, non fungible token type activities on the other, coming together to create artificial digital scarcity, so that this like paradise that they create inside the machines still maintains that hierarchy that lets the billionaires be above everybody else, right? <laughs> It's not. It's just a theory. It's just theory of uh, like, like what are two people? Impossible. Yeah, there's a lot of technological hurdles, right, that are in the way. Like none of what I've just described is even remotely possible right now. But like you can tell, right, that like for some reason he really, really wants this to be a thing, and that's one of the theories why is because he wants a world that he can go to. Forever. Here's here's another theory that plays off of that what if he's actually a computer from the future that has mm. already downloaded itself into Zuckerberg's body and now it's trying to get back? Yep. It, did you see what they did for a, a, a metaverse demo where some tech uploaded and scanned, they scanned Zuckerberg's face and they created a working 3D model that was more expressive than actual Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> That's not very difficult. <laughs> like it moved its face and it had emotions and you watch it and you're like, I've never seen him do any of that. <laughs> Where did I, see? I I forget what he was on. It was he was on something. I saw a clip where uh whoever he was talking to was like, Hey, can you drink some water? Do you know how to drink water? And like made him drink from a glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked like a robot still. So. <laughs> yeah, he he's not He's he's a fairly decent imitation of a human being, but it's not the same thing. Who's Zuck Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, Listen. yeah. He does look like a fucking I shouldn't say that. <laughs> he's probably listening. They're this all... isn't this he's isn't got... Musk, man. He hey, doesn't he's, care he's got... about us. <laughs> he's got ear well, okay, yeah, fair enough. He's got ears everywhere though. Yeah, uh, if he had ears everywhere, then Myanmar wouldn't have happened in 2018. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yikes. If somebody was actually listening, that probably wouldn't have gone down the way it did. Yeah. Yeah, mm. suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, in... Yeah, how did we get on Zuckerberg? Uh, anyway. Me. That's my fault. <laughs> yep. Cool, D. Cool... Cool tangent, but uh, let's talk about the most important thing on Earth, and that's Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he just, somehow, yeah, he just somehow keeps coming up on this podcast. I mean, how, so how broken is your heart? 
about the Witcher? Just, I think, I think, really, I just think about just... how how disappointed he is with the show. You yeah. know, like I, you you knew that it was only a matter of time. As soon as that story came out about how they, the writers actively disliked the source material, and it was only a matter of time. You, you knew that this was a labor of love for Cavill in the first place. Yeah, season four will be the last season. He's out. Oh yeah, yeah, man. For sure. I saw a poll on YouTube. People asked if you're, they're gonna watch the show with with Liam Hemsworth. It was like ninety percent no. Brutal. Well, Cavill's Cavill's a Witcher nerd. Probably yeah. the biggest Witcher nerd I've ever Ex- read about. Exa- exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Is like, as soon as it came out that all of that lore that he's a nerd about, the writers of the show that he's the star of don't like it, maybe even hate it. Like as if it wasn't a matter of days before it was going to be announced that he's out. And sure enough. Well, it, it really didn't take very long for the show to start straying away from that source. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Right. It was after the first. And the weird thing was like the, the first season people were like, okay, this really feels like a prologue, you know, this, mm-hmm. this feels like season 0.5 and, and season two is actually going to be like the start of the show. <laughs> Little it did was, they know it was the end. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the, yeah. <clears throat> what this does mean is you know, we get to see the man in the Superman costume again. Straight up. Big announcement to follow. You know, yeah, he disappointed a lot of people, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, The Witcher, does that do numbers? Like, how many people were watching yeah. it? Yeah. It's so, okay. It, so, it, so I'm, I'm sure he disappointed uh, enough people, but. It's nothing made, compared to Superman. No, he made a lot of people happy with the announcement that he'll be donning the cape once again. There's no date on this movie, is there? Yeah, probably 20. Basically, he just shows up in a post credit scene in uh, Black Adam. Black Adam. Yeah. People were real whingy about that because the colors look too bright. And they're like, you're disrespecting Snyder's vision. It's like, no, I just didn't color correct it like Snyder does. That's what the suit looks like. Right. Basically, yeah, like yeah. I've seen, I've seen production sh- shots. Oh, right? dude, Man of Steel has a steel filter over the entire film. It's, yeah, yeah, like it makes the suit look like that. Yeah, but like when you take away, take that away, that's what the suit actually looks like, right? Yeah, and um, and and it was just like it's like one line. He shows up, he says one line. It's like, oh, okay. Also, have y'all seen Black Adam? No, but I've heard Not nothing yet. but great things. It's fun as fuck, y'all. It is yeah. so good. I mean, it's it's Dwayne, you know? It's always going to yeah. be Dwayne. Like, I don't think he's made a bad movie in a decade. Well, he hasn't made a bad <laughs> movie, but he hasn't made, like, a great movie fair, in a long time either. Fair. So yeah. if this yeah, is, this is man, the form. That's a great point, because my favorite <laughs> of his is Walking Tall, and that was, like, 2004. Good film. Oh. He made Rampage. I'm sorry, y'all. He made Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay, never been. Right. He made this. He made skyscraper. Okay, he's the oh, one. No, I like, like skyscraper. Very big building. Like okay, <laughs> just happens to be there. Yeah, yeah. I got to go see that one. Gotta, oh, it's mm. great. It's 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 dumb as shit. It's so fun. It's just like people were like the critics were like really didn't like it, and I don't really get why. It's like I don't know what you were expecting. The big, mm. dumb, loud superhero movie, which it is. Right. With like yeah. 
two hundred percent more murders. Is it uh, is it theater worthy? I mean, I'm not really the person to ask. I try to see superhero movies in theaters because I think that's the 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 vista they're meant for. Get a fucking torrent. The Rock has enough money. He's got his energy drink. He's got billions. Get a fucking torrent. Stick it to the man. I don't actually endorse that. FBI, if you're listening, I don't endorse that. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just superhero movies. To, uh, get, pr- prefer the big screen, in my experience. Fair. Fair. And, um, yeah, I, I just think there's some of them that you can get away with the small screen. With and it's torrenting? Okay. Yeah. Man. But I like to stick it to the rock. I like to watch off-screen theater footage. A dude's iPhone. Handy cam. <laughs> yes. Not you iPhone. Hear him, you hear all these too high. That's true. You hear him chewing his popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to watch. My, my um, movies on. <laughs> yeah, on the on the on the cab the cab cab the version. <laughs> so that was such a thing for a, a stretch there. Yeah, totally. totally. Every time on Pirate Bay, it was like, yeah, you could watch the hottest superhero flick or whatever the day it comes out, but <laughs> you're going to have to deal with people walking across the screen <laughs> as they go to take a piss. That's a real experience, man. Yeah. It's yeah, a true it's, experience. It's like, you're, it's like you're in the theater right there. It's like you're right <laughs> I know, there. Right? Yeah, like, I know, right? Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Pour some soda on your floor and, you know, get your feet nice and sticky. Oh, yeah, real sticky. Yep. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. The, the Witcher. And yeah, seriously, I mean, very, very curious what kind of uh, what kind of Superman flicks we, we have in store. Hey, maybe CD Projekt can call Cavill and get him in for Witcher 4. His Ooh. schedule just opened up. No, his next project is definitely gonna be something Warhammer. Mm. Dude oh, is yeah. strip obsessed with Warhammer. It yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a pretty funny dude. I watched a video of him building a PC. It was a pretty good time. He's he seems like a guy that would just be a good time to have a, a beer with. Yeah. Also, never forget that in that one Mission Impossible movie, he reloaded his arms. Yeah, yeah. I, just watch that. that. Yeah, you too? Recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, dude, it. so good, but like, come on. I was saying, you're going to tell me, was there anybody in the theater that was fooled by his heel turn with that mustache? <laughs> no. It's not a joke, right? There was nobody that was fooled with that. He comes on, he comes in here with a flavor saver directly out of a 1970s porn film, and you're telling me that there was one person in the theater that was fooled by his bad guy turn. That's no. bullshit. But I, but then I'm also like, I don't think that was the point, you know? I think... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he was supposed to be seen from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed as fuck for the next Mission Impossible movie. It's going to be so what. good. <laughs> Dude, they just keep getting better. Oh, yeah. See the ads and it's just like, oh, baby! <laughs> yeah. Coming up! <laughs> Tommy's on a he's on a hot streak here. Oh man, he can well, do no wrong. I think it's because his body's starting to fail him, right? Because he's like in his into his sixtieth year, and so he's like, okay, I gotta do all the cool shit I can before it like seizes up 
like a fucking engine without enough like oil in it or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, because I don't know. It just feels like when he when he loses it, he's going to like lose it, lose it like all at once. And it's going to be like Tom Cruise has retired from movie making as of 20 minutes ago after a, a stunt went horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. Until then, we'll just we'll just enjoy the, the fruits of his labor. Yeah. Absolute Listen. wild man that he is. Yeah, he's he's out here doing it, so. There you go. Just, 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 just take the, buy the ticket, take the ride, and then eventually the, the, the fucking gas runs out. I don't know, man. <laughs> True. Uh, oh boy. Anything else you guys want to talk about, or should we get the heck out of here? I got to get Ragnarok downloading. I it's 98 yeah. gigabytes. So yeah. I've neglected to do that, and I've got 25 hours to do it. Mm, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I I look forward to the deep dive discussion from the two of you about God of War Ragnarok when next we meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should say that if there's any interest... I will be live tomorrow at 9 p.m. for the release of the game. We'll be streaming a full playthrough of it. And I think we'll go on that Gimme God of War difficulty just to try to pull some views because it that's what I've noticed is that people don't want to watch any sort of easy, medium, even hard is kind of iffy. People want to see the hardest difficulty. So I guess I'm going to put myself through that right off the bat. If you want to see it, come check it out tomorrow, 9 p.m. Uh, West uh, uh, Pacific. Yeah, yeah. Watch West. Yeah, watch, watch, Rick get his ass handed to him in 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 the latest, the latest Gotti Wadi Gotti Wadi Boogaloo. I mean, I beat the original three on God mode, but the the 2018 one I only did on hard. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. It's it's pretty punishing, right? I've I've heard that. People uh, have said that the 2018 one might be the toughest of them all on the hardest difficulty. So we'll see. Did we'll the see. Uh, did the ending of 2018 hit as hard the second time? With uh, the, I mean, the, I was the, the I'm, spoiler, 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 spoiler. The Thor thing. Oh yeah, no Thor is fucking dope, and like just just the idea of him, the the idea and the fact that he's like. He's sort of hovering above the story at all yeah. times. That is cool, right from the very get-go of of the 2018 God of War, and like that never really leaves. And then when he shows up at the end, it does still hit. Yeah, very. It, it hits well. It hits very well. He's got his gut out, and he he pulls the coat back, and the fucking Mjolnir is. Oh man, that's good shit. That's good storytelling. I was saying today as as I was watching it, I wonder if Ragnarok is going to start from there. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. So I, that it, it, seems uh, older in well, the trailers for the new one. Definitely, because there it's going to be at least a few years in the future. Mm. That's it was uh, foretold this. What was it? The blunder winter or something like that. They had some some greek name for it uh this winter winter is coming essentially and it's gonna be three years of winter of of a harsh winter and then ragnarok happens so 
Yeah, I, I think we're going to be at least a few years in the future. Atreus, probably what, 15, 16, maybe? Yeah. 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 And man, he was talking so much shit. He was talking back to Kratos so much throughout the first one, especially after he found out he was a god. Oh, that man, every time Kratos said something to him, Atreus had to just come back with some shithead little comment that maybe want to fucking hold his head under the water. But rest assured, uh, Ragnarok, man, it's going to get bad. I think that I think that Atreus might be the one that deals the finishing blow to Kratos. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it was some dark moments. There's going to be some very dark moments. There's going to be some very dark moments. I mean, if you've played the first one, again, spoilers, 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 this happens right at the end, but if you've played the first one, there it, it very much alludes to Atreus holding Kratos' lifeless, limp body in his arms. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Like you said, 25 hours away. I'm pumped. 24 hours and 58 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, watch it live with Rhett. He's, uh, it's going to take him forever because it's going to be fucking hard. Come on down. Come on down. At least Come I on played. Down. Come on through. I think that it's going to help a lot that I've played the original right before going into mm. this one. I, you know, I'll, I think I'll get into it pretty quick. Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for watching or listening, whatever you're doing. And, uh, I don't know. We'll see you around. We'll see you back here. One of these days. We'll nail down a real schedule. One of these. Oh yeah. You know it. And, uh, we hope you'll join us for that. So until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, Barry Bonds. <laughs>